Six o'clock. Good How, morning. How are we doing? I'm great, thank you. How are you? I'm good. I had uh, my mates messaging me yesterday oh, um, with the exact countdown time until when Hampton Bowls should open. We're oh, counting down the hours gosh. now. Gosh, I um, it was really interesting yesterday actually because as things started opening up for bookings, my friends were texting, "Should we do this?" All of a sudden, like I haven't booked a Wednesday night dinner, especially at five thirty, oh, for going, a long time. Someone going out on a school night. Mum's wow. going out. Mum. I know it's so exciting. Mum's going out on a school night. Hey, I read a funny thing the other day. You know how, like, do you feel like the weather's always been wrong? You did the forecast the other day, and it was going to be raining, and I oh, know it was last week. It really annoyed me because I wanted to go out fishing because it was allowed yeah. for some weird reason. Um, and they were like, "Oh, uh, today's going to be storming and hail, and the world's going to end." And then I got home, it was beautiful. Yeah, we whinge about it every day, it yep. being wrong. Anyway, turns out I just read an article saying that uh, some of the reason why the forecasts are wrong is because there's less planes in the sky and the planes have sensors on them that tell wind and temperature and all of those things and a lot of the data comes from all the planes in the air, but as there's been a reduction of 90% of planes, there's been a reduction in information for the Weather Bureau. I don't want to believe you, but it sort of makes sense. I know, sense. doesn't it? I didn't want to believe it either. Yeah. But there you go. Interesting. Morning, Clint, the newsroom. Morning, legends. You'd, uh, hang on, you screwed your face up then like you didn't believe. Yeah, I, I, I'm... Sceptical? Very So, skeptical. So just let me get this right, right? So Barry at the Bomb, Bureau, Bureau of Meteorology... <laughs> Can I say Barry at the Bomb has also <laughs> disputed this report? So, oh, he has, right. So Baz is normally like, hello, Virgin VA249, is it cloudy <laughs> up there? It is? Okay, cool. I'll release the weather today and say it's going to be stormy. Is that what you're telling me? No, there's just normally thousands and thousands of planes in the sky that collect a whole heap of data of what's going on up there. Yeah, and right. obviously weather patterns move across the country. You're just repeating the same information back now. <laughs> Run out of info. Anyway, very interesting. Yeah, Jace is a good weather predictor, isn't he? Cast your mind back to last week when he told us it was going to be 27 and sunny. He can't use the bomb app. My no. bad. I was looking at Brisbane weather. I was looking at Brisbane weather. Hey, uh, speaking of which, the date has been set. For Queensland. I know. December. What is it? December 17. 17. We're booking flexi flights just in case they too. finally get it together and, you know, hit their 80%. We can go up and see the family. Yeah, look, that's great news for a lot of people. That I, There's been a lot of talk about people not being able to go overseas and see people overseas, but for those in Queensland like you, Jace, it's been really tough, and Anastasia Palaszczuk has been very tough on that border, Yep. and she wasn't going to budge. So. And I, th- I think the biggest problem they're having there is the vaccination rates in Brisbane aren't bad. It's like in regional Queensland, mm-hmm. you know, and they've said, look, December 17, the wall will come down. Even if they don't get to 80%? That's what they were quoted oh. as yesterday. Great. So, yep. Um, but if they hit it a little bit earlier, then, yeah, we can we can get up there, which would be great. I'm so excited to get home. I bet you are. Ring me on December 19, I'll be like, get me the hell out of here. <laughs> Family's great for like a minute. <laughs> You're listening to the Jason Lauren Podcast. Devastating news out of the Wiggles camp for many Wiggles enthusiasts. Are your kids into the Wiggles? Uh, they were. They were. We, um, we managed to get through our entire parenting life without having to play a child CD in the car. The minute you open those floodgates, like if they're like, hey, can we listen to the Wiggles in the car? Yeah. Whenever you get in the car, that's all you'll be doing. 
So for, I think, seven years, the kids think the radio and the car's broken. We just sit in <laughs> silence. He's in silence? Yeah. What sort of Grinch parent are you? I'd rather that than... No way. <laughs> I, I don't mind a bit of Wiggles music as an adult. Anyway, uh, the Wiggles are bidding farewell to what I would say is absolutely kids' favourite member, Emma Wiggle. She's out. She's out. She's leaving. She is being replaced, obviously. We'll get to that in a second. But Emma Wiggle is by far the star of that show. She's sort of broken away and got her own franchise as well. And I remember interviewing the Wiggles a few years ago and Anthony, who who is the blue Wiggle, the only original Wiggle. Is he the one with the 50 cent grill? Gold teeth. Uh, He just said, oh, it's. It's the Emma show now. Yeah, right. The Wiggles come out on stage and everyone just goes, Emma! Now they'll be going, where is she? Well, no, this is the great thing about the Wiggles. They say that it, it's the coloured skivvies that kids love, not yep. necessarily the person in them. Um, so there's a new girl jumping in, Sahai. She uh, is only, I believe, 16 years old. She's jumping into wow. the yellow skivvy. Now, remember a couple of weeks ago they did announce that there were some new people joining the team. That's she, right. Uh, yeah, well, she's one of them. It's a big Sahai. red bloody car now. There's like 40 of them on stage, isn't there? Don't you love when it's like TV shows like Home and Away? I remember growing up and be like... The role of Pippa will now be played by... And they just changed <laughs> yeah. the actor? Yeah, that was different, though, to this, I reckon. Yeah, right. That was terribly confusing as a kid. There was a momentous television experience when Pippa... Yes, that changed. was huge. Changed. I still remember that. Um, <laughs> Whoa! Can I just well, point out... Well, maybe kids will remember this moment just like we remembered that moment. Kudos to Emma for lasting as long as she did because May. her and Lockie got married. Oh, sounds then, familiar. Then got divorced... While working together, still performing on stage. I know. And now he he's remarried or she's remarried, he, one of them? He's remarried. Um, yeah, so the yellow wiggle and the purple wiggle were married. I've worked on radio with a couple before who were married. Oh, that was fun, let me tell you. Oh, but then being divorced. Yeah. My Lockie and I wouldn't have done very well if we had to perform in the wiggles after our separation. Really? Mm-mm. Well, you'd have get in the big red car and get that out of here. <laughs> Well, the kids would have been like, this show's pretty spicy. (laughs) (laughs) No, but that is huge news from the Wiggles. I think there'll be a lot of kids, and I know they say, you're not, you know, you're supposed to love the skivvy, not necessarily. Does she get to, like, does the bows and stuff retire with her? She says, it's so beautiful. Oh, brilliant. She wears all her yellow bows. But don't worry, I would put my money on Emma Wiggles starting her own thing and doing very, very well. Oh, yeah. We'll be back by 7 o'clock with the announcement of her new show, don't you worry? Guys, that media release actually had a lot more to it. I think you've, I think you've buried the lead here. What's the lead? The National Fruit Salad TV Arena Tour has been launched today as well. <gasps> well, saving the bad news I mean, for we... the end. <laughs> Feb 5. 2022. Guys, we did say we wanted to do a show out. Live music. Who's, yeah, we did say we're missing live music. <laughs> it's back, baby. <laughs> Can we're everyone back. say meet and greet? You want me to book tickets? Yeah. yeah. Fruit salad, TV, big show, arena tour. Let's I'm, go. I'm busy that day, even though you haven't said the date yet. The Jason Lauren Podcast. Apprentice Week. Just setting a reminder because there's nothing worse than when you forget to comment on someone's hair after the hair salon. Exactly right. right. Hey, right now, though, it is time for Tradie Trivia. It is Apprentice Week. Our carryover champion is Mercedes, the car spray painter from Pakenham. How are you feeling? Sharp this morning? Yeah, I think so. Nice. (laughs) All right. 
Well, you were going head-to-head with an apprentice, Chippy. Maddie from Altona, I believe your boss has made you do this. Yeah. How you going, guys? Yeah, we're, we're, are you in a toilet, Maddie? No, nah, no, nah, I'm in the boss's office at the moment. Oh, right. <laughs> That's a bit of pressure. Is he, um, just say yes or no, is he near you, Maddie? Oh, 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 hang on. We may have lost Maddie. We're having phone dramas. We'll try and get him back. Mercedes, you just did this off your own back, didn't you? You didn't get pressured by the boss to call up? Yeah, no, I just caught up thinking, why not? Give it a shot. Exactly. How many people do you work with? Um, Probably around 10. Okay. Actually, no, probably about 12. 12. All right, we could be shouting the 12 of you, but you've got a long road ahead. We've got Maddie back. You there, Maddie? Yeah, I'm here. Beautiful. So your boss has forced you to call up and play. How are you feeling about this? Yeah, feeling pretty good. Feeling good. All right. Well, Maddie, if this is the first time you're playing, you are a chippy. That means that is your buzzer. Perfect. Chippy. Great. All right. I, can I just say again, I'm loving Apprentice Week. It's All right. Best. First to three, guys. <laughs> Trades are your buzzers. Here we go. We have some very hard-hitting questions for Apprentice Week, including this one. What day of the week follows Thursday? Chippy. Painter. Chippy's in. Maddie, go. Friday. Yes. Boom. Well done, Maddie. You're out of the blocks. It's, is it just me or does Maddie sound like he's playing to keep his job? <laughs> <laughs> he wants to shout his boss lunch. All Absolutely. Right. <laughs> Question two. How many clubs are there in the AFL? Chippy. Oh. Chippy's in, Maddie. 18. Oh. oh. Mercedes. Okay. Damn. Mercedes. I would have not known that one. Mercedes, you need to focus here because he sounds like okay. he's, he's running on about 20 red Yeah, he's, he's too sharp. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Name a type of screwdriver. Painter. Painter's in. Mercedes. Um, Milwaukee. Oh, is that a brand? Yeah, I'm going to give it to you. <sighs> oh, cool. Okay. They suggested answers like flathead, Phillips head. Oh, I have no right. idea what any of them are. You don't know what a Phillips head screwdriver is? I know there's the straight one and the crossover. <laughs> yeah, and you know you can get the left hand and the right hand ones? Oh, jog on, mate. Okay. <laughs> All right, question four. <laughs> it's worth a shot. Mercedes is on one, Maddie's on two. This is for the win. How many legs do spiders have? Painter. Painter's oh, in. Mercedes. Uh, six? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wait. Oh, idiot. <laughs> Maddie, for the win, you get a stab at it here? Uh, eight. Oh, Maddie. He's done it. He has done it. Good job. Ooh. Thanks for playing with us, Mercedes. Thank you. I always love a contestant who heckles themselves. Uh, <laughs> Maddie, you get to keep your job. Tell your boss you'll be returning tomorrow to play for Smoko, buddy. Perfect. Thanks, Jay. No are they, worries. Are they proud of you in there? Oh, absolutely. I can hear them going off in the other room. <laughs> Great. They're just shooting nail guns in the air. <laughs> Celebrating. <laughs> we will talk to you in the morning, Maddie. You're listening to the Jason Lauren Podcast. You seem on edge. You've told me you've got a present for me that uh, your friend's wife bought for him. Yeah. He's a tradie. He's gone back to work. Very stressed and under the pump at the moment. So she bought him a present. It is a white glad bag I've handed you. It's a clear with some, glad bag. Yep, sorry, with some white powder in it. Oh, it smells fruity. Shoving your face in there. What? <laughs> He's up turbo. What is it? It, well, lo- it like looks a, very suspicious, but it I does think it's look more... Sus- it's, it, it looks suspicious. It's not suspicious. Is it more like a protein powder? Get him... 
have, have a good smell. I can't work out what that smells. It smells kind of like incense. You'll, you'll get it in a sec. Have one like It's chafe powder. It's oh. <laughs> <laughs> my face. <laughs> it's in my eyes. <laughs> oh, don't. So he's gone back to work. <laughs> It smells quite nice, though. <laughs> <laughs> They're fragranced. That's why you put it there. <laughs> They're fragranced. So Bethyra. He... <laughs> no. Arsrash. Arsrash? <laughs> Is that what you're doing with it? Well, so he's gone back to work. He's completely under the pump at the moment, like every trader is after two weeks off, right? Why does he get a rush on his bum? Well, <laughs> Plumber's crack, I guess, but no, like, like he's constantly. Oh, feet well, in between your cheeks. Well, he does a bit of flooring and stuff, so he's always on his knees all day. But like, I guess I didn't go into specifics where he puts it, but that <laughs> whole area, if there's any chafing happening down there, right? And apparently he was coming home and complaining to his missus, and then <laughs> on the weekend, Molly's like, "I've got a surprise for you," and she pulled it out. And she's like, "I bought you chafe powder." Now, don't get me wrong, <laughs> that's lovely. You got it all over your yeah. face. Too. <laughs> I feel like I've got it in my eyes. So that's lovely, but is that the sort of gift you want from a partner? That's love, Dal. It's not romantic. Yeah, but, I mean, it's thoughtful and it's practical. When we're in Bali. But I hate practical gifts. Like, don't don't get me started on practical gifts. God, you hate vouchers, practical gifts, discount codes. You're hard to buy for. I think a gift is something you wouldn't buy for yourself. When we're in Bali, remember those days, uh, I found at a chemist a blackhead kit. So it was like the little medical tools that you see in Dr Pimple Popper videos. Uh, ever... nah, nah, no, I can't watch them. Oh, really? No. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. Oh. Are I'd... you into that stuff? Oh, like, I'll, you know, I'll watch it for 10 seconds, watch it have a hern on someone's back or whatever, and then I'll move. <laughs> <laughs> nah. So, like, you know, the little metal tools she uses to... No, I didn't know she used tools. Yeah, so I bought... I didn't even know it was a she. Yeah, so I bought Lou the toolkit, and she's like, what did you get me? And I'm like, it's a blackhead toolkit. She loved it. Best gift I ever got her. And I bought her an engagement ring. I think that says says more about your... If that's the best gift you've ever bought her, I think it says more about your gift buying. No, people love that sort of stuff. Remember when you bought her a massage cushion? That's right. For her birthday? No wonder the pimple popper <laughs> topped that. 131065 is our number. What is the most unromantic gift you have bought someone or they bought for you? And I, I once got a gym got given a gym membership for Valentine's Day. Oh. <laughs> yep. Oh. Because I'd been talking about signing up to this gym and I was umming and ahhing about it. And he went, oh. Did it's, they ever it was find just a practical thing and I was the like, body oh, of your ex? No, or, no, he was never seen again. They're still missing. <laughs> wow. No wonder That's the a marriage shocker. didn't work. Jesus. No, it wasn't that. It was not that boyfriend. Yeah, right. Okay. Just before that. 131065 <laughs> is our number. What is the most unromantic gift you have received or given someone? The Jason Lauren Podcast. What is the most unromantic gift someone has bought for you or you have bought for someone else? Uh, one of our producers, The Narc. Long-term relationship, still begging for a ring. Um, how many years now? Uh, almost six years. Mm, yeah. It's time. <laughs> yeah. It was time four years ago. Uh, did you buy the gift or did Darcy no, buy No, uh, he bought me a knife block filled with knives for my birthday hey, two that, years ago. <clears throat> you love cooking, though. No, I don't think that's so bad. 
knife Yeah, but I wanted expensive. to buy my own knives. And apparently, it's an old wives' tale, but it's an unlucky omen to buy knives for somebody. Oh, mm. I didn't know that. I think he's lucky he's still standing. She won an engagement ring and he <laughs> bought her a knife, a knife block. Knife I mean, block. that is, you would feel flat after <laughs> he's that. He's a for brave sure. man. All right, Carolyn from Ferntree Gully, you received a present for your pet. Is that right? No, it was for me. Oh. From your pet? From it was Christmas morning, Christmas morning. Like, he's never bought me a present before. And Christmas morning, he's sitting there, he's so excited. And I'm, and I'm like, well, I'm excited because he actually bought me something. And then I open it up and it's a bloody dog bed. Oh. So it was for the dog. What am I meant to do with a dog bed? Via and he goes, you. didn't you want that? Can I just check? I'm like, no. You got a dog, right? <laughs> I had I had three dogs. So why buy one bed? You need three beds. <laughs> I, I didn't buy you the bloody bed. Don't arc up at me. <laughs> it's also the worst when you see that the gift giver is excited and oh. you're like, oh, yes. there's a lot of pressure to love this. Oh, my God. I hate... How does your family work on Christmas morning? Because in the past, when we'd get our family together, everyone would be handed one present oh, at no. a time. no. Nah. Rip him. And we'd all have to sit there and watch. And I was like, oh, God, here we go. Academy Award nominee is. I need to put on the lying face. Mm, yeah, I'm, I have no poker face, which you probably know yep. <laughs> since we've met. All right, Stefan from Thornhill Park, you actually bought your partner something and you're admitting it was unromantic. Yes, it is. What is it? Um, so she just got a licence late last year and she had a little accident. So I bought her a new headlight and I said, that's a Christmas present. <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> that that sucks. How'd that go down, mate? Um, she was pretty happy about it because she could get back on the road. But oh, right, every yeah. time I just keep reminding her that, you know, she's like, oh, you never got me anything for Christmas. I'm like, yeah, your headlight. Yeah, so how far in advance did you did she have the accident and did you buy the headlight? Um, yeah, so I think it happened in November. Oh, that's... So it was about a month early. Yeah, that's right. She's like, I've hit something. And you're like, brilliant. I've got a Christmas present sorted. <laughs> Let's go to Frankston. Mark, what kitchen item did you buy for your partner? Um, well, it's two now. Mark just uh, told me that apparently it's not romantic to buy her a knife block. Oh, right. you did that too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But then a year later for her third year, I bought her a, um, a sausage machine to make sausages. Oh, <laughs> sick. <laughs> Cool yeah, well, that's what I thought too, Jay. Yeah, because, like, gourmet sausages are a real big thing. Make them yourself, mate. It's like the 2021 Thermo mix, little sausage maker. How did it go down, Mark? Um, yeah, she looked excited. We haven't used it yet. No, last year. <laughs> that is definitely one of those things that just stays in the cupboard. I remember my mum was always, do not, like to my dad, do not buy me appliances on my yeah, birthday. Yeah, I bought mum um, new pots one Mother's Day and she was like, really? Just so I can cook you more dinners? They weren't those nice ones that were on Aldi sale last No, week. they weren't she the would Aldi have been with those. Janine from Clifton Springs, good morning. Your partner got you something, I think this happens a lot, that you knew was actually for him. Well, he actually didn't know how to weld. He thought I did. Um, what? It was a birthday present. A welder? So, a welder? A welder. An no. arc welder. It, it, <laughs> it was my birthday. <laughs> And nothing came, and he didn't have a gift, and I and I was sort of looking a bit sad, I suppose. He said, "Oh, look, I've ordered you something, but it, you know it's going to take a while to get here." So I got really excited. Mm. About a week later, come in here, close your eyes, I open my eyes, yep. and here's this square metal box with wheels on it standing there. And I thought, "What the hell is that?" 
Could have been worse. He could have been having, like, the welding mask on his face looking at you like a bloody serial killer. You oh, know I mean? my gosh. Janine, you... Do you weld things? Like I don't. I no, didn't no know. shit. Like... Are you guys still together? Yeah. Oh. We're still together. We, we don't sound those. happy about it, though. <laughs> You're listening to the Jason Lauren Podcast. Hey, can I do a uh, massive thank you to Clint Stenaway in the newsroom, or should I say Van Wilder Party Liaison, mm. who has organised uh, a little Friday outing. How exciting. And, and hearing the words, drink cards, <laughs> just gave me goosebumps. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited to have a drink and not have to wash the glass. Oh, just have someone else. Because, like, rock bottom, by the end of lockdown, we started using paper plates at our place just because, like, the <laughs> amount of food we were cooking for the kids. Isn't it, mate? Like the pots and pans. Oh. Constantly washing. Lou was like, that's it, paper plates. I'm done. I'm not cooking anything else. I'm not cleaning that's, anything else. That's just a good way to live, I reckon. Yep. Uh, so, look, Freedom Day is coming up on Friday. Big shout-out to hairdressers and stuff who have started taking bookings for the old midnight perm. Is it called Freedom Day here in Victoria? I'm calling it Freedom Day. Yeah. Parole, freedom, <laughs> end of death row, however you refer to it. Yep. How good. I'm very excited about that. The Jason Lauren Podcast. As we head overseas now to Perth, um feels like that. It does feel like Perth, like Perth it's, is its own country. There is a video, it's gone viral on the talk. That's TikTok. You're too old to call it the talk. Sorry, I'm too old to be on it. <laughs> That's uh, true. Clint, I don't know if you're going to like this in the newsroom, but, um, and I don't know if you've seen this video, it was taken outside on a surveillance camera, outside a little brewery in Perth. A guy was unloading kegs out of his four-wheel drive. Beer when, kegs? Yep when he's unfortunately tapped the top of the keg and somehow (laughs) the keg has been tapped and burst open in the car and the video shows beer flowing out like a water fountain. Oh, my. Bursting onto the roof of the car and then flowing out the back. So it's like a sprinkler system's gone off in People pointed out that it'd be about 118 schooners or 88 pints wasted and running out the back of the car. Devo. That is a sad, sad day. Also, I think it's a Land Rover. Nothing's going to get beer smell out of that. Yeah, you can just hose them out. The new ones? Really? The Land Rover Defenders? It's like an older... It's a fancy car. Shame. That's going to reek... Imagine being pulled over for an RBT like two (laughs) days later and you put down the window and the guy's like, just give me the keys, mate. Call it a day. (laughs) I'm not even going to bother getting you to blow in the bag. See, I've just got a new car... And I am so nervous about spilling anything in it. Some mornings uh, we take the rounds around here to pick up coffees on the way in. And the other day I had the five coffees sitting on the front seat and I drove like I was driving the Queen. I was so careful and slow and apologies to anyone driving behind me, but I was like, if I spill these in my new car in the first week, I am going to lose it. Second week's all right, but the first week? No, it's after the first spill. Yeah. Like, once something's been spilled, well, it's, like, gone. The worst for me, like, and we've only got, like, a Mazda, right? But when we got it, I was like, new car, no food and drinks in the car. Said that to the kids. That's it. But then when you're out and they're hungry, you're just like, oh, you end up just breaking. Yeah. And I'll never forget turning onto Swan Street here in Richmond, and I'd just gone to the coffee shop and I'd bought Felix a Frappuccino, right? Yeah. Because I thought, yeah, let's get high on sugar for the weekend. And as I turned <laughs> onto Swan Street, I just hear, oh, Dad! 
<laughs> followed by the. I can still hear it today. The the sound of the plastic cup hitting the floor. Oh. And you're on Swan Street. I can't stop. And all I can hear is glug 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 glug. And I just know milk is currently seeping into the carpet. Of the car. Oh, kids are gross in cars. Yep. They not, spill everything. Not a kid's story, but the dogs are just as bad. And I went to the park, muddy park, wet day, rain oh. tumbled. Get yep. in the car to my little my little boy, Pep. As soon as he got in, shake, 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 shake. Oh, there was no! Mud and that, that feral dog smell yes. all over the seats. Wet dog has a really distinct smell. Get your gag reflex ready, because oh. if we're sticking with pets, uh, DJ Scatman, who works on the show, our production man, Tell Lauren what happened to you. This is great. We, this is great. When I was young, we took our cat to the vet and it hated the box, so we just had to put it on the back seat and it had this huge abscess thing on its side. Oh, no. And it burst on the way to the vet. <laughs> Went all in the seats and because we're in SA, it was 40 degrees every day, every time the car got hot for years after. No, nah, you sell the car and the cat for that matter. That's repulsive. You're listening to the Jason Lauren Podcast. Jason Lawrence. 5K Wordplay. Here we go. It is time for the 5K Wordplay. We've got our caller on the line, Molly from Strathmore. Good morning. You'd like to spend $5,000 on your wedding. Yes, please. Oh, congratulations. <laughs> oh. Have you had to put it off because of COVID, mate? Or you yes, a... yeah, yeah. We've had it a few times now. Yeah, How right. many times have you had to cancel? Three. Oh, well, onwards and upwards. We are coming out of this on Friday. Did you have second thoughts and just blame COVID or was it really <laughs> under COVID? Like you're happy with the partner and everything? No, don't. Definitely happy with the partner. Just checking, <laughs> just checking, trying to give you an out. All right, so uh, let's try and hand you $5,000 to go towards the wedding bill. Uh, the big question is, who do you think you think more alike, Lauren or myself? Um, maybe Jace. All right, Jace. Such confidence, Molly. <laughs> Sounds terribly you. convincing. All right, I'm going to chuck on the noise-cancelling headphones. Lauren's going to give you five words. I won't be able to hear what they are. You just tell her the first word that comes to mind and then I will return and take on the same five words. If our answers match, you win $5,000 and we get a seat at the wedding. Good luck. <laughs> Don't worry. We won't hold you to that. Here we go, Molly. Let's get straight into it. The first word is chocolate. Cake. Oh, that's what I would have said. Word number two, elevate. Lift. Word number three, word. Clay. These are great answers. Word number four, sick. Uh, as in S-I-C-K, sick. Yep. Hospital. And the fifth word is supermarket. Shopping. Great. All right, five excellent answers there. Let's get Jace back on the line. He's distracted over there. I'll get his attention. All right. I'm back. Hey, Molly has just given five excellent answers. Ooh. Yep. Okay. So, like, give it a beat or just first thing that comes to mind? What do you reckon, Loz? Lauren? First thing that comes to mind. <laughs> no, I'm just thinking... First thing that comes to mind. Right, okay. Glad you're not, not saying the first thing that comes to mind. <laughs> Bloody emergency tape will kick in. Here we'll we just go. go dead air. All right, here we go. All right, okay, all right, all right. Chocolate. Chocolate. Bar? Oh. <laughs> My other one. <laughs> 
What was it? Chocolate cake. Oh, I'm not a cake guy. Oh, no, right. Molly. It's okay. I thought I'll go with my other one. It's okay. Oh. <laughs> Word. Play. Yep. Right. Sick. Car. <laughs> <laughs> you said the first thing comes to mind. You said, you said the first thing comes Sick to mind. Sick car, bro. Yep. Hospital. Oh, right, yep. Supermarket. <sighs> I want to say sweep because I miss that TV show, but I'll say Coles. Shopping. Right. And elevate. <sighs> elevate. Mm-hmm. <sighs> elevate. I feel like there's only one thing. Really? Yeah. Ele- I'm thinking of like elevating your legs if they're swollen. Oh. It- <laughs> That's such an old man problem. <laughs> what was it? Lift. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I would have got. I would have got. Almost five, I reckon I would have said COVID for sick, though. But Molly, yeah, that's enough. how it works. I don't deserve I'm a seat at the wing. That's why I said hospital. Right. Oh, Molly, you're a nurse. So, that yep, yep. Uh, makes sense. Right. Yeah, I don't deserve a seat at the wedding. Unfortunately, uh, no money today, Molly. But thanks so much that's for all the okay. work you've been doing as well, mate. Oh, no worries. Thank oh, you, you so much for letting me play. <laughs> also, you're a midwife. We might uh, yep. run into you. My wife and I are having a baby in February. So. Well, hopefully oh, she that's performs. so exciting. Hopefully Molly performs better uh, if she comes into contact with you oh, and having yeah. a baby than you did just then. <laughs> Please don't walk in going, hey, you want this epidural? You tell your partner to bloody work harder during wordplay, all right? would never do that. Okay, <laughs> The Jason Lauren Podcast. I haven't even looked at the weather on Friday because I don't care, rain, hail or shine, I'll wear a bloody poncho. I agree. We are getting out. Actually, can I just check with Clint in the newsroom? Um, current numbers, how are we going on vaccination rates? Clint? So first dose is right up around almost 89%, oh, which is staggering. That's massive. awesome. Which which seems to indicate that we should get their double dose as well. And yeah. then um, double dose is around 67 I believe. So right. we're tracking really well. In fact, double doses uh, could hit 80% by Derby Day. I was um, amazing. Convenient. I was very happy yesterday afternoon when news came through that December seventeen, yes. um, they are on track to hit eighty percent in Queensland, and pastrami will pull down the Trump wall, <laughs> and we will be able to go and see our family and friends. Yeah, I think the sense of relief of getting back together for Christmas, in particular. I think deep down, I knew. We'd be able to get there for Christmas, not in WA. Like God, like jokes aside, God only knows when that's going to happen. But I think deep down, I knew I'd be able to get back to Brisbane. But just hearing it confirmed is yeah. just, you know, it, a huge weight off my shoulders. And you need a hard exit date, right, yeah. to get out of it. So that is great news for those people who have family or friends in Queensland that they'd like to visit. But I just want to talk about Melbourne opening up. It is absolutely a great thing. I am yep. so excited. But no, I've- but. No, 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 no. This isn't a but about Melbourne opening up. But I do want to talk about how people are feeling because everyone's excited about it. But I've got a lot of friends who have this overwhelming, almost sense of social anxiety about things opening up and getting back to seeing people. And it's really interesting. Well, no, it's not like that. And it's actually quite serious because when I was in Byron last year and Melbourne opened up. And some of my girlfriends had planned this big lunch um, at the Commons in at Allman Collective just on St Kilda Road there. Big, beautiful lunch for like 40 girls, first get-together in eight months or whatever it was. Yep. And I was so excited. I flew down from Byron and I turned up and I remember sitting there being like, what's wrong with my friends? Everyone's 
a bit awkward and anxious and no one knows how to have a conversation and everyone's really unsure of themselves. And I remember thinking it was so odd. But now I'm in this situation. I can totally understand it. There's a lot of men and women out there who aren't feeling like themselves, who aren't feeling confident, who aren't sure they're going to get back into their pre-COVID wardrobes, whose skin has broken out because we've been wearing masks. And there's this real sense of insecurity that a lot of people are having right now about getting back into the world. There's women who have had babies and they've been in this bubble for six, eight months with the newborn that are now going out into the wild world. There's people who are sending their children back to school, which is so exciting, don't get me wrong, but after having your babies with you every single day, Mm. Now they're going back to school. That's going to be really overwhelming for a lot of people. Um, And I I just don't think it's being spoken about. Lou and I had this conversation actually yesterday at home because, you know, we're just having a tough day. Mondays are always hard. They just are because you're resetting for the week and, like, you know, homeschooling again and stuff like that until they're fully back in in the classroom. And I was saying to Louie, are you excited like the end is in sight? And the excitement just wasn't there yesterday. And it was a bit like, I know what you mean, because at the end of last year, it was almost like PTSD everyone was experiencing after the, after the shit year we'd been through. And I didn't get it because I wasn't here. Yeah. But I really understand it now, and I, I think it's really important that people talk about it because you know what? People aren't going to want to go back to going out for dinner every night. There's also going to be situations where you can only have 10 at a booking yeah. and people are going to be left out and feel left out, but it's not the old world yet. And I just want to say to anyone who is listening and who feels like that, just be really gentle with yourself. Don't put an expectation on yourself that you have to go back oh, to yes. being the confident, bubbly person that you were before COVID. Well said. Because we are all slightly different and we're all affected by it. Um, so... Lower even, your expectations of your friends a little bit too, I think. Is really even important. yesterday around here, everyone's like, oh, what are you doing on uh, Melbourne Cup Day? And then what are you doing? And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, yeah. Just, let's just go Friday for a lemonade and t- couple and then take it from there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just assess what's important. Be gentle with yourself. Yep. Be gentle with one another. You're listening to the Jason Lauren Podcast. Emma Wiggle has hung up their bows. She's hung up the yellow skivvy. Yep, yellow skivvy. She is out. Um, COVID, according to the video, she's saying the COVID has just made her reevaluate everything. Yeah. A bit more more downtime, yeah? yeah? Well, she said that she would like to spend a bit more time at home, but I think she's also doing a PhD and she wants to concentrate on uh, Auslan and focusing on the deaf community as well. Good for her. So I can't imagine Emma Wiggle's going to be one to stay home and sit on her bows. Got there. (laughs) It's a long wait, but we arrived. Um, While she's focusing on that, we're focusing on trying to fit into our outfits for Friday. Uh, Freedom Day is happening on Friday. not look very good in a yellow skivvy right now. Absolutely not. I'd look like a sausage ready to just explode on the barbecue. (laughs) I'd Um, look like a banana in a pyjama. We uh, chatted with Luke Zocchi, Chris Hemsworth's trainer and your former housemate yesterday. One of the fittest men I have ever ever seen. Yeah, he's a unit, isn't he? He's very small, but what he lacks in height, he makes up in muscle. Uh, we were like, Zocchi, you got to help us out. Make us look like Chris Hemsworth by Friday. This was his <laughs> suggestion. I did a film of Chris, I don't know if anyone's seen it, in the heart of the sea. What we did is we did intermittent fasting. He was on 500 calories a day. He wouldn't have breakfast until midday, oh. and that would be like a boiled egg and a piece of broccoli. I was telling Lou, my wife, last night about this while I was in the kitchen Sounds eating, awful, doesn't it? eating a tub of ice cream. You ate the whole tub. Well, hang on. It was like one of those little halo ones. 
you know. Yeah, right. You're a liar. As <laughs> if you were eating the halo ice cream, mate, you were chowing down on a tub of I'm gonna go eat cookies and cream. Lou just walked over and grabbed the tub as I'm going like five hundred calories and Lou's like, You just ate Chris Hemsworth daily intake. Just while you were talking to me. And that's, like, that's yeah. That's degrading. So we thought we'd do a bit of a reset and just try and reset our diets a little. So this diet is, starts today. Yeah. <laughs> Three days to go. I um, started yesterday after we spoke to Zoki, actually. I had a very healthy day yesterday. What did you have 500 for dinner? calories is virtually impossible. Yeah. What did you have for dinner? Uh, well, I, I had a very... I'd like a 4.30 lunch yesterday. This job's just totally... <laughs> what, are you living in a retirement village? No, that was lunch. 4.30? Oh, right. So I thought so, you had dinner. Yeah, no, I had... Uh, a stack of sushi, and then I wasn't really hungry by the time I went to bed. Right, so Clint and I went into... We, we took a different route. We went into day one of the diet. What did we do last night at each other's houses? We had lamb. That's right. We did oh. roast, baby. Oh, that Yum. Was good. The Jason Lauren Podcast. Big news in the Kardashians' world. Courtney Kardashian is engaged to Blink-182 drummer Travis Barker. It was a very lavish beach proposal. Did you see it, Jace? Yeah, I, I find whenever these two kiss, it looks like they're eating each other's face It off. is kind of gross. Yeah, it's like... You know what's well, not gross? The engagement ring. It is an absolute whopper. All the Kardashians took to their Instagrams last night, posting little cute little loved up videos, and I didn't even look at them kissing. I was too busy what's, looking at that diamond. What's the clarity and the oh, colour? It'll be Go. perfect, perfect, mm, and yeah, right. perfect. Uh, the funniest bit is Travis Barker's ex-wife has shared a very dramatic reaction to what's been called the crevice. Engagement. Oh, my God. She said she's temporarily closed for spiritual maintenance. (laughs) (laughs) I'm with your girlfriend. Uh, But congratulations to them. We love a Kardashian wedding. Sometimes you're happy, though, when your ex moves on. Like, if you were already, like... Yes, you are. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, would you be happy if the ex-hubby settled down with someone? He has. Right. And they can live happily ever after (laughs) in a faraway (laughs) land if they like. That felt genuine. Yep. <laughs> no, they are an excellent match, actually. I Good think this them. is the happiest I've seen you today. <laughs> hey, someone else who's gone through a divorce. Yep. Adele. She, uh, let's just say if I wrote a divorce album, it wouldn't sound this cute. This is a new song. Yours would be a little bit more like LMFAO. Let's party. You know what I mean? <laughs> That is her latest single, Easy On Me. It set a new record by becoming the most streamed song in a single day. Everyone wanted to hear it. Not everyone loves it, though. I love it. Uh Oh, yeah. Yeah. I love the words in it, too. There's some great uh, lines in that. But even some of her nearest and dearest have revealed their reactions from when they first heard it. I sent a snippet of me singing it as I was writing it to three of my closest friends here and one didn't like it. The other one was like, well, yeah, maybe. Keep trying, though. You know, the other one was like, I'm busy working. (laughs) That's what friends are for, right? I do love Adele when she's doing interviews. She's so funny. She's great. Uh, One fan's even gone as far to say that it made her want to get a divorce. Yeah, right. Gee, you'd be filthy if that's what came between you, that song. Anyway, uh, that was the highly anticipated single which was released ahead of her album 30, which is set to drop next month, moving along to another one of the most famous singers in the world, Emma Wiggle. She's out. Hanging up her yellow skivvy and her yellow bows. She said, shared an Instagram video this morning explaining what she's going to be focusing on from next year. 
I'm really looking forward to devoting more time and energy to focus on completing my PhD, which incorporates my ongoing passion for sign language, dance and film editing, and to have more time to work with the deaf community. I, I love the happy music they put to it. You know what I mean? Very... Very wiggles, everything's okay. Yeah, I'm out. Fun. I'm taking the money in the empire with me. Get your triangle out. Emma's got her own thing going on. She's, she's <laughs> going to do all right. Don't she's you worry. an institution on her own. She will be replaced by 16 year old Sahai Hawkins. Sahai Hawkins. No. Unrelated. Unrelated. I wish I could live off the Wiggles empire, but we are unrelated. Hey, in some other exciting news, yep. the original foursome from the Wiggles are back on tour. Again, that's what happened. There was there was a bit of an incident yeah, last time. Yeah, they're doing the uh, 18 plus tour. They are. They're going to have Jeff tied up like Weekend at Bernie style, moving him around. Wake up, Jeff. I don't think you're going to wake up. Like they're, they're getting up there now. But the Wiggles, which are now made up of the OG Anthony, he's the original Blue Wiggle. He's yep. still in the team. Lockie is the Purple Wiggle. Simon, Simon the Red Wiggle. And Sahai, who is the new Yellow Wiggle. They're Fruit Salad TV Big Show Arena Tour for all the parents out there who yep. want to get in early. It is kicking off at Rod Laver Arena in March. How cool is that, though? 16 and you're now signed on to tour with the Wiggles. Like, good honour. That's I mean, pretty cool. I would rather sing about Fruit Salad than go to school when I was 16. Yeah, I hear you, mate. Thanks for listening to the Jason Lauren Podcast. For more great content, check them out on socials at Jason Lauren.